Welcome back, everybody. Rap City Podcast, episode 18, our third podcast, uh, ARG, after Rudy Gobert. Uh, it's a lively one. Uh, we get uh, getting right into it with the dental trivia. Uh, we talk about how the, the mental state of uh, all three of us. Then we do a little uh, March Madness. We try and uh, get through a bracket, which we are unsuccessful in doing of all-time great games and seeing... Uh, if we can make our way to a final four, which this would have been the final four weekend. So um, we, we make an attempt at that. Um, we talk about uh, the, all the classics or standard uh, topics of discussion, our backyard gambling, where we actually do, I do a live bet. Um, and we talk about good beats, bad beats. Denno gives a lengthy uh, recap of one of his online poker uh, we'll call it a bad beat. Not necessarily sure it qualifies as that. Um, and then uh, what drive you crazy with, a, with another uh, guest appearance by a young Johnny Bart, uh, followed by some, any other business where I, uh, I speak very uh, disappointingly about uh, some of the uh, feedback I was given after last week's pod uh, over a certain segment. So uh, it's a full, full pod as usual. Um, and as usual, we always kick things off with our first uh, guest. And this is, uh, this is a great one. Kevin uh, Borset, the women's, uh, the former women's coach at uh, for the basketball team at uh, Michigan. Uh, so you will enjoy this, Coach. Start us off. That's how I feel. Damn sick and tired of getting out rebounded. Twenty-five offensive rebounds. First time we block out, we get called for a damn block out. We're pushing people. Meanwhile, they're on the other court grabbing rebounds, going over the top and grabbing them. We get one offensive rebound, the other we get called for over the back. We, we don't block out very damn well, and we're not getting called one or the other. That's where I'm frustrated. That's where my whole frustration comes in, offensive rebounds. The entire thing came down to offensive rebound. They got every offensive rebound, and we didn't get one of them. What else do you want to know? Was it, is it just me? Am I the only one? It came down to offensive rebounds. The whole game was offensive rebounds. Kitch. Yo. Denelm. Ooh. <laughs> All right, right off the bat, we're doing this Saturday morning at uh, almost 11 o'clock Eastern time. Deno, would you like to update us on the Baileys and coffee uh, intake so far? Only two double-doubles jacked up, up at 5.15 a.m. I'm ready to go. Uh, as I said, mentioned earlier before we start... How about the coaches? Well, let's talk. Yeah, let's just give me a second. Just get whoa, whoa, everyone. It was a good one. How many coffee? Everyone settle down. Uh, yeah. The, well, let's. Yeah, the coaches rant. My goodness, uh, Coach Kevin Borsa, Michigan women's well, former Michigan women's basketball coach, lost his mind. Forty. I'm gonna have yep. to watch forty-eight hours of game film. I'm gonna gain ten pounds. I'm gonna gain ten pounds. Forty-eight hours watching game film. Prep for Sunday. Yeah, so then he finishes it off. I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to sleep. And then he walks away from the podium. That so was one you of the actually, top. You get everyone, please YouTube it. His entry into the press oh, conference. Yeah. It, I've never seen it before. You got to, you got to YouTube it. It is. This guy is the new MVP. That guy's amazing. Uh, you know what? That is a so underrated one that no one knows about. The best part, it looks like he got pushed into the podium. He comes flying into the podium. And, and throws, guys, his like, pages, throws his papers at the podium. 
and, and I know I'm going to regret saying this. Like it's it's women's basketball. Like it's not like it's not like the NBA Finals or something, right? It's well, like, can I just say regular season regular season women's basketball wasn't even the tournament game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I lost his mind. Yeah, that is good. But I'm with you, Dan. You have to you got a video. You have to see that one live. So so there you go. Do that do that one. But it's a, it is a very very good one. Uh, all right, Dan. Let's go. We we got a busy schedule here. Uh, much to our our listening. Uh, population who don't believe we have anything to talk about, but we had tons to talk about. So right off the bat, Deno, maybe or maybe not relevant trivia. Here we go. Okay, everyone. This is relevant trivia as long as Bart does not change the agenda in real time. Okay. He's <laughs> told me he's not going to change it. So anyways, everyone's been doing a lot of online poker. So I kind of did a bit of, a bit of research and stuff. So I got a good question for Bart and Kitch here. So there was a tournament on Poker Stars, uh, I believe it was two weeks ago or a week ago. Biggest attended poker online event ever, ever, right? Like this is ever, right? So since, so the, the record was 2011 for the most uh, buy-ins. So this one broke it. $215 US buy-in. So it's not as though you're, you're buying in for a dollar. $215 buy-in. The question is, how many entries for the tournament, guys? How many entries? That includes rebuys. How many entries includes went rebu- into the tournament? Includes rebuys, and, and there was no no cap on, on entries, obviously. So it could be as many... Yeah, but it is like 215 US, so this is not like... uh, Can you give us the previous record? Previous record, 2011. Um, Should I give this to you? Yeah, it's you guys. You never figured it out. Previous record was 62,000 entries. (laughs) 62,000 was the... And this is... And and same buy-in. And same buy-in. Same Same $215 buy-in. So how many many went now? You would think people would be tighter on cash and stuff, but I think there's a bit more volume there. So what's the new record, guys? Let's go go quick. I'll go 100 100 grand. Bart? Okay, well, I would just like to preface this with you saying, here's my thought on people's disposable income right now. It hasn't hasn't kicked in yet, right? This whole idea of I have no money has not kicked in yet. But what has kicked in is that you haven't spent any money in the last three weeks. People are sitting there going, I was saying this to Becky the other day. I'm like, other than groceries, what have we spent money on? Well, and my online poker, what have we spent money on? Like nothing. It, right? oh People my, said they're going on flush. Right. Oh my god. The the Raptors not playing in a in a postseason. Oh, I'm a millionaire. Oh I'm rich now. I, I, That's all you need, Kitch. Kitch, as long as the Raptors never play again, like you oh can quit god. your job. I retire. I can retire well, as, long, early. as long as they never play another home playoff game, I agree. I mean, uh okay. So you said a hundred thousand, sixty-two thousand was the four. Well, I think it's gotta be higher than that. I'm gonna go uh 126,411. Oh, Bart, so close. And Kitchen wins again. <laughs> 93,000 people oh, paid $215. Uh, the winner the winner got $3.67 million. Um, <laughs> they got down to four. They got down to a four, and they actually did uh, a four-way chop, and I think the winner got a bit more. So actually online, you can actually – it must be these big tournaments. You can do chops as well because there's so much yeah. money at yeah. stake. But that would be interesting trying to do that online. Hey, guys, chop. Like, are you guys, like, pinging each other or is there a <laughs> tournament director yeah. coming in? Right? So anyways, so, that's so the trivia part. I hope that uh, that was good. And how long did that tournament uh, last? How long did that tournament go for? 
I don't know, but uh, in my gambling stories, I'll be uh, talking about a long poker tournament that I lost in. (laughs) (laughs) Well, certainly can't wait for that. Uh, All right. Week three. Kit, you're going to start us off. Week three, ARG. After Rudy, where are you at at mentally? What's your mental state? Uh, My mental state? Um, Pretty good. Pretty good. it's, It's like work is full on, so... You know, it's, it hasn't changed much for me because I've just been working every day. Yeah, I'm not going out with the social en- engagements, but. Uh, yeah. Well, that's not true. You had one yesterday, you said. I did. I did. We made three X's on the driveway. Two buddies came over. Their X's were at least at least 10 feet apart. And you brought your, I told me you bring your own chair, you bring your own cooler, you bring your own snack, you take your garbage with you and you piss outside. And that was the, that was the, uh, that was the rules. And it was a, Kitch, it was were these uh, like Kitch, Kitch, when you say X's, these ex-girlfriends or X's no, no. on, uh, X's okay. on the pavement, X's on the pavement. No, thanks. No. Okay. Slash, slash and priest. He told me his two best friends. Deno. He told me his two best friends he invited over. I'm not allowed out of the house, so I, well, even I, if I was invited. I'm, a, I'm an ocean away, so I'm gonna I'm not gonna take it personally. So yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, all right, uh, Deno, three weeks yeah. in, where you at? Um, same old, you know. Um, we're not we're not doing anything really. Um, the kids aren't even really allowed outside anymore. We kind of got some tighter tighter restrictions now. Like they're not even they're allowed to go on bike rides, but even this six foot rule, we're going. You know what? We can't we can't risk it. Um, somewhere locally here, there was, um, someone got it. So we're just saying, you know what, lock her down, you know, where we go for walks. It, it's, it's so enjoyable going for walk walks, watching everybody. Like you start walking, they go across the street. Someone's on a lawn and stuff. It's actually, it's Boy, like, it's like it's a like game of Frogger. <laughs> yeah, it's like exactly. a game of Frogger. People avoiding it's, it's people instead of, of cars. It's a game of Frogger. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It is. So yeah. Status quo uh, works. Works just an interesting time. For those that don't know, I work for Shopify. So it's just a really weird trying to understand the market and where is it going to go? Who's who's winning? Who's losing and stuff. So it's really interesting times for uh, e-commerce. So yeah, that's about it. Well, I find, yeah, I'm still, uh, the only part I'm still struggling with is this concept of this is actually really happening. Like I still still find it so bizarre. Bermuda went into lockdown as of 6 a.m. this morning. We are in a sheltered home lockdown. So you are allowed to go to the grocery store or to a doctor's office or to get uh, your pharmaceutical drugs. Um, not any other kind of drugs, just your pharmaceuticals. Uh, so that, I mean, this is a new, like, we're kind of, it's, we're adjusting to that as of today because it's just weird. The kids, I mean, go outside and stuff and you're allowed to go for a walk within half a mile of your, of your residence, which is, so I'm not, I'm not sure we're pure shelter at home, but anyways, it's, it's still, it's an, it's a different phase of this. Uh, but then I keep coming back to, uh, every morning, the news doesn't seem to be getting any better. Uh, this week, uh, Ontario made it pretty clear that this is not ending anytime soon for them. They, they announced 90 more days of social distancing, um, minimum. And then as I, you know, the other thing, that, um, we were just talking about the article I sent you this morning on the head medical guy for the NFL who's who's advising the NFL on on uh, the virus and he basically comes out in the article and says he has a hard time understanding how even in by September you'll be able to put teams on a field with 60,000 people in a stadium and he and it, it was based on the um the science behind the virus of like the way this thing's spreading, it's going to be around for a long time. You're not going to be able to have, and he just said almost any grouping, forget 55,000. He's still in that like 50 people. You're not gonna be able to put together because the spread will still be, will still be there if you're not careful. So you start adding that in the, it's like, Oh man, I'm not sure where this thing goes or, 
or ends or any of that. So, so it's just to me, it's still, I'm, I'm still fighting the whole, this is really happening and sports, sports may never happen again. <laughs> sports may never, ever happen again. There's the part we know. Yeah. I'm at grad for this. I'm, I'm going to build the bunker. I'm building our bunker. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what's in, in the new norm. I'm going to tell you what, what I, I think I've learned. I need somebody to tell me every couple of days that, Hey, Kitch, I want to go shower. Like I don't actually shower that much. I find when I'm working from home, working from home, personal hygiene, I think lacks in this whole uh, new, new era. Kitch, you're supposed yeah. to, you're supposed to get in your routine as if you were leaving the house. So you should be showering. I know you get all dressed up in your suit. You'll actually be more effective for your customers. Suit. If you're in a full suit, Kitch, in do my, video in, chats. In my bedroom with my poker table is my new office table. Yeah. All right. Where was Yes. Yes. Like that, Kitch, like that. I'll tell you, when we get to the market segment, you're going to have some explaining to do this week to uh, to Brock Webel. I can tell you that. I know it's not on the agenda, but we, the, the market segment is coming. Not on the agenda. Not the agenda. Uh, nothing. Uh, it's coming. It's definitely coming. You should be able to, you should be able to ad-lib that one. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, listen, that's, uh, I'm happy to see that you guys are still, you know, making out this is not a big deal. That's good. Two of you have to. <laughs> um, all right. Listen, so for our, today would be the, um, if the world was normal, today would have been the NCAA Final Four. Right. Um, so, uh, in light of that scenario, uh, about two weeks ago, when we were supposed to start this, uh, I put together a sweet 16 bracket of all time, great games. Um, or what I thought at the time when I was putting them together, they were all time, great games. But actually when you, when you actually do the research, <laughs> some of them are not all time, great games. Some but, are greater than um, yeah. so we've got a sweet 16 bracket. We're going to go through and by vote, we're going to, we're going to move these games on and get down to our final four. Uh, and final. So uh, the bracket is as follows. Uh, the one seeds are Duke, Kentucky, uh, 92 Elite Eight, uh, Villanova, Georgetown, uh, In when Villanova defeats Georgetown in the 80, was it the 84? 84 final. Um, we've got NC, North Carolina, Georgetown, 82 final, the Jordan shot. And the other uh, remaining one seed was the Jimmy V, NC State, over the Houston Fast Lemma Jamma. Uh, so those are the one seeds, two seeds, Indiana, Syracuse, 87 final key smart shot, uh, Duke, NLV, UNLV, uh, 91 final four, the rematch from the previous year. We've got Michigan Seton hall final, uh, 88 final. And then we've got, uh, Villanova, North Carolina final from 2015, which is an unbelievably great game. So those are the ones and two seeds. So here's how we're going to do that. We're going to start uh, in the top left quadrant, and we're gonna we're gonna move we're gonna move uh, through that to start. Daniel, you with me? Yes. So the opening round matchup: Duke, Kentucky, 92 Elite Eight game, 104-103. The shot. Uh, matches up against the first ever 16 seed to destroy a one seed UMBC versus Virginia 2018. The final score of that game was 74 54. So Kitch, you have probably done the most research out of this. Why don't you, uh, why don't you give us your thoughts on that matchup? The Duke Kentucky, I'll, I'll take people back to, so Duke Kentucky was the shot. So if you remember this, Kentucky scored late in the game. Duke got the ball with 1.3 seconds left, somewhere around there under their own basket. 2.4 under their own basket, threw the ball the length of the court. Um, Leitner caught the ball. Catch who threw the ball? Who threw the ball? <sighs> who threw the pass? I don't know who threw the pass. Young Grand Hill. Grand Hill. Young Grand oh, that's Hill. Right. That's it was Grand Hill. Hill. Oh, that's, that's Grand Hill. Hill. He threw the ball. Oh, by the way, 
Sorry, Kish, can I interrupt you? Speaking of embarrassing, because uh, Joe Logan pointed this out, <laughs> I got a very nasty, for not knowing shit, I got a very nasty, the fact that none of us knew the draft, the NFL draft was in Vegas, Joe jumped on us for that one, and in particular me. So just, <laughs> Joe, I'm Joe's part of the group a, now. Joe's a whiny bitch. So, the, <laughs> so that Grand Hill pass goes in, Leitner gets it, does a, fakes one way, goes the other way, a fade away, makes the, makes the buzzer beater. How he even caught the pass is a blonde, but beyond me. But I can tell you, most of you guys can remember where you were when that when that happened. Like, do you guys remember exactly where you were when you saw that? Yeah, I was doing I was doing the Century Club at uh, Chris Ball's house <laughs> when, when that was going on. I remember the background again. I was a bit overserved, but watching that final, like it was done. I had Duke kind of going all the way. And I remember they're done, and then Leitner getting doing that fake pump and and whatever crazy. Bart, where were you at a bar probably? Uh, I was at a bar in Windsor. I don't think the bar, I can't remember the name of the bar, the name of the bar but I could, I could drive to it right now. If I was back in my old hood, I could get there. Uh, and that's what, yeah. I, but it's funny, like in this bar that I was at Windsor, it wasn't like everyone, it wasn't a sports bar, but it was a bar with a couple of TVs behind the bar uh, that, and there were like eight of us glued to it. Everyone else was just doing normal bar shit, but there were eight of us glued to it. And when he made that shot, I mean, beers were flying. It was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was definitely a, you know, when was candy shot? When did Lady Die die? Where were you? And where were you when Duke and Kentucky played? Okay, those well, boys. I was boys. I, question. I, sorry, sorry, Kitch. So, is Leitner the best college player ever? Well, we Ooh. talked. Bart and I talked about this before the show. If you go back and look at clutch shots he made, he showed up in big oh. games. That guy was money in a big game. He had and, to make a shot. He made the shots. Yeah. And and like back then they all they all, they all played four years right or could they leave after three I can't remember if it was no it was four right so like most of them played most of them played four back then some yeah. left after three but most of so them like four I have to go check like I I think Duke went deep all all his four years I have to go back to the eighties whatever but like I think I think he's the best ever now it, now Oof. again he, surrounding area the coach and stuff but like that guy was the man for four years well have you seen the thirty for thirty I hate Christian Leitner. No, I haven't. Yeah, so you have to watch. Like that's a must-watch during the uh, pandemic. It's awesome. I had both the boys watch it. They loved it. Oh, um, okay. So it, it it takes through everything in his career. It, it really is incredible. I was saying to Kitch, the only game he didn't show up in a big game was the year they played in the final against Michigan. His first half of that game, like uh, Shashevsky's taking him out, like trying to settle him down because he was awful. But other than that. Uh, and that's not even fair because they they won that game by 20 and they weren't going to lose that game. But every other tight game that they were in, if you look at the stats, like in this game, right? In this game, he's field goals attempted, 10. Field goals made, 10. <laughs> <laughs> Three-point three point field goals attempted, one. Three-point field goals made, one. It sounds right? like a baka. Free, like free throws made or attempted, 10. Free throws made, 10. I think it was perfect. It's a perfect stat line. Seven rebounds, three assists, two steals. He did have five turnovers, but 31 and 10 without missing a shot. <laughs> like, incredible. Like, really. I, I watched that game in full when it, last Saturday when we were playing poker oh, on the Yeah, so I watched the thing. And I, I was like, my, that was a, like, other than that shot, that was a great game. Like, the ball, that game went back and forth and back oh. and forth. And then you watch that Leitner pass into the game. How are the, how's there not somebody fronting that guy? Like, oh. why is he behind well, him? That, that's... How about this? How is your seven footer on the bench not uh, trying to guard the inbound pass? True. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. So I just I just watched that again this morning, like the last five minutes. By the way, the last five minutes of that game takes eight hundred and forty minutes. 
It's unbelievable how long. Like even the timeout after uh, after they score, the time between when the bucket went in and the actual throw, it's like five minutes. I don't know what they were doing. It was unbelievable how long it took. But then you can't – but even when they break from the huddle, Kentucky, they kind of look like, fuck, I don't know what's going on here. They did not know what to do coming at playing defense. They don't have anyone guarding the inbound pass. And I agree. They got one guy in Leitner yeah. uh, and then catches it. He did whatever he wanted. He took a dribble. Turn it like me. Look, there was nobody in his face. Yeah. Yeah. I can uh, remember. Incredible- I, I was at the Seeps. I remember being at the Seeps in London. Oh, um, Seeps. I, I was a diehard. Well, I was, a, I was for that game. I was a, I was a Kentucky fan. I must've had him in the oh. pool. I was cheering. And I was the only guy in the whole bar cheering for, for Kentucky. And they had it on a big screen on the stage. And Kentucky doing in London? That shot. Kentucky makes that shot um, near the end of the game, and I am running around the bar, like doing my my strut, like we've won this, we are, we are, we're the champions here. <laughs> and then Leitner makes that shot, and my cousin grabs me and goes, "We got to get out of here. You're going to die." So he pulls me, he pulls me out of the bar and drags me back on the street. <laughs> he goes, you, "You were not safe in there after that after that shot." <laughs> out, of, out of curiosity, what what does the kit strut look like? I can't even I can't even envision something Joel, like that. Like, that's not a strut. That's someone who hasn't had their medication. <laughs> well, Kitch, Kitch have been 20, right? No, no, Kitch, you've been 23. Yeah, I was older than that. Then, 69 so. to what? That was, that was 92, I think. So I, that was probably 23. Yeah, you had Bert, no strut at 23. Bert, he used to work out. He, he, he showed me pictures of his uh, elite, when he, his elite volleyball figure and stuff. So he, he was ripped. He was and ripped. I had, and I had hair. I had a lot of hair. You know what? I'm uh, I'm heading back to my basketball physique. The boys and I we started our hundred uh, hundred push up a day challenge. Nice. So look out. We've got a uh, we got a start of the tournament shot of our uh, shirts off, and then we'll have one at the end of the tournament. And the, at the end of the tournament is whenever we go back to real life. So seven years from now, we'll see what we look like. Um. So, but can I just uh, going back to that game? The shot before that puts Kentucky up. Woods, first of all, has no business taking it. No. And throws it up over Leitner off the backboard. Back like it was, that was, nope. a, that's what made that game so great. The last ten minutes of uh, the regular um, regulation and overtime. I mean, it's just a back and forth. You're not sure. You think the one team's got momentum yet? It, it was an incredible, incredible basketball game. And back then, right, 104 to 103, which is that's incredibly high scoring even with one overtime. Uh, both teams. So Duke shot 65 percent. From two point land. <laughs> what? That's, if that's possible. Yeah. That's, that's oh, no. Impossible. Sorry. Wait. Uh, yeah. They were 34 for 52. Wow. Uh, that's field goals made. Yeah. 34 for 52. Uh, and Kentucky was 37 for 65. They shot 57%. Like, without, this is, this is, uh, like back then there was no, uh, no shot clock, right? That, that that's that many no. shots. They're playing, uh, what? 40 minutes shot clock. clock? In 92, 92 there was? No. I don't I don't think of 92. Oh, for sure there was. Yeah. All right. There had to have been. Let's look that up. Well, somebody needs to look that up now. Yeah, we'll look it up. I can't I can't have Joe fucking berate me again. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm right about I am right about this. I'm gonna win. This is, well, you know what? You know what? Maybe it was a forty five second shot clock because that's yeah, not many shots. It was a shot clock. Yeah. But like that's not many shots for if they had twenty minute they, they had twenty minute halves back then too, right? Yeah, they, they still do. 
Right. So with overtime, 45 minutes, 54 shots. That doesn't doesn't seem like a lot. Well, let's see how many free throws. Uh, free throws attempted 34 by Duke and 23 by uh, hmm. uh, 1985. The 45 second shot clock was introduced. You dummies. You dummies. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, but 45 seconds is a lot different than 30. Right? I, I agree. I'm, no one's saying it's not, but to suggest they could have gone four corners that day is ridiculous. I did not suggest four. I did not suggest four corners. Yeah, but if you were on a shot clock, that's when people were doing four corners. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. But I was suggesting that's a that's not a lot of shots. So, well, let's just put this one down on the spreadsheet that Bart was right again. Let's let's move on. We have sixteen games. This is game one. We gotta, we gotta go. All right. So we all agree. Unbelievable. Game. So then against their opponent, uh, UMBC versus Virginia, twenty eighteen, the first ever sixteen seed to take out uh, a one seed. Now. I spent actually a fair amount of time watching those highlights and I watched about, I don't know, 16 minutes of highlights of that game. So Virginia gets off to a quick start. You think, okay, it's going to be a cl-. And then all of a sudden, by the end of the first half, it's 24, 21, they're down three. And then to the start of the second half, UMBC just comes out. It's like they were the number one seed going, okay, well, we're done messing around here. And they couldn't miss. Like it was, it was incredible what they, and then, however, I must admit they were, um, I mean, Virginia, they, this the hallmark. How they're the defending champs, I'll never know. But uh, they were four for twenty-two from three-point land in this game. Yeah, they could not score. They had thirty-seven points with seven minutes left in the game. I mean, embarrassing. How is that? A, how is that a one seed? Yeah. So that game, yeah. that I, game was got in. Sorry, go ahead, Kitch. I, I, I have trouble just being a four seed. Like, I, I like this. This is a, this is a monumental, monumental. Victory, like we have never had a sixteen beat a one. So first time ever in the history of it, which is huge. A sixteen seed one. I I I'd give these guys a, I give these guys at least a two seed for that victory, not a four seed. So I, oh, I, I, yeah, I, but, I I know they blew them out by twenty, and the game wasn't that great. But just the whole, the whole uh, yeah. history. The concept of is all time great games, not all time shock value or like yeah. I listen. I'm not even sure. I disagree. I'm not even sure it deserves to be in there as far as the game. The game was shit. There was no runs. There was no, like, the end of the game, you're waiting for Virginia to do something. They never did anything. So I think it snuck in there at best just because it was sort of like, wow, it's, yeah, it's the only time it ever happened. So it's going to get when you When you were watching the game, you were like, you're, 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 you were like, okay, Virginia's going to come back. They're not coming back. Like, it was so exciting watching it because I went, this is going to happen. We're going to see this win. So that's why I agree. Yeah, I agree. That then that's why it snuck in. Yeah. So if you're, Bart, like, if you're defining this as biggest shockers ever, then it's in there. But, Biggest biggest games or whatever, like I, greatest games. I know. I, I think I missed. It. I think I, I think this was a mess putting it in there. To be honest, yeah. Whoever whoever put these games together really messed it up. I think. <laughs> All right, moving on to the uh, okay, two three. Are we, are we picking a winner then? Are we picking a winner. Oh, let's let's pick a winner. I think. Well, okay. Let's, on. I, I'm gonna vote, I'm gonna go with Duke Kentucky. Yep. Okay, I'll go with you. So Duke BC. <laughs> Duke Kentucky moves on. All right, now the I was at this game, Syracuse Kansas 2003 final, and I can attest this was an awesome game. Uh, they're the three seed going up against the Michigan Seton Hall final 88. So uh, let's start with breaking down the Syracuse uh, Kansas game. Kitch, did you uh, anything jump out at yeah, you? Yeah, so I, I, I watched it. I went, went through it. It was it was not a memorable one for me. So I kind of went back oh. and. I looked at it, it says so Syracuse led by 11 to the half and pretty much throughout the entire game. Um, 
Syracuse kind of led through the whole through the entire game. Kansas had two unsuccessful three pointers at the end of the game to tie it. So Carmelo got his victory in uh, in Syracuse, but it, it did it didn't stand out with me. I did, this one didn't. I this one wasn't memorable for me. Well, maybe because I was there. Of course, this was uh, I was there in. Oh, these weren't even the kitsch bleeds. These were like it's. Uh, I can't believe I was in the stadium bleeds. So this was a gift for my 30th birthday that my wife, um, very nice. It was my first ever, uh, final four. So she got, <laughs> she got the seats and you know what times were a little tougher back then. So we, uh, yeah, we had, we watched three games from, uh, I don't think we were in Louisiana, but it, 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 the final four was in Louisiana, yeah. but I don't think we were in Louisiana. And, uh, yeah, but it was still, nonetheless, it was great. That was the uh, final four where Kansas beat, uh, a Dwayne Wade led uh, Marquette team beat him Ooh. by fifty. We right. were and we were in the whole Marquette section too. And I'm telling you, three minutes left in the first half, it was gone. It was empty. So they're down thirty at the half. Did uh, Wade blame the uh, coach for this? Kind of like how he blames his uh, kids' coach. Was that uh, was that happening? I'm sure it did. And so, uh, who was the coach of that Marquette team? Was somebody we know, one we've heard of. Uh, really? But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was. Um, but yeah, no, it, that was that that I've never seen a game like that. It was just over from the jump. I just did. I think it was like twenty four to two at one stage that game. Uh, so, anyways, going back, I actually thought this was a pretty good game. Yeah, it was. The, it Syracuse did lead uh, almost the entire game right up to the end. But the run that Kansas makes the last couple minutes to get back to have those looks. But of course, I thought they ran an awful last second play to get Heinrich that shot, um, which wasn't very good. But uh, the game, so I, you know what, for a final. 81-78 with a chance to tie it at the end. I don't know. It's a pretty good game. All right. I liked yeah, it. Was, it wasn't my top, though. It wasn't my top. Yeah, okay. well, it is a three seed out of 16. Yeah. It's, a bottom, it's the bottom half of the games out here. Yep. Yes, Denno? Yeah, like I think I think Kitch didn't like it just because you were at the game. Like Kitch gets jealous, like when and other people do do sporting events, right? Like yeah. he just he gets very jealous. He talks yeah. about himself a True. lot, right? So I think True. he's just mad that you were there and he was at home living his boring life. That's well, what happened. He he was working on his strut. He was working on his strut. Actually, this, this one wasn't on his list, like on his bucket list. So that's probably why he's upset too. Yeah, who'd want a final four on their bucket list? That's ridiculous. Uh, all right, Michigan Seton Hall. 80-79, Ramil Robinson, Glenn Rice show. Uh, now, this was a great game. I remember watching this as a kid uh, because I was a big Michigan guy. Um, fantastic game. Yeah, great game. Game goes over, goes back and forth, goes to overtime. And put it in perspective, so Michigan's trailing by one in overtime. And uh, Ramil Robinson drives and Seton Hall guy fouls him. So he goes to the line. Goes, he's got three seconds left. This guy shoots 64% from the line. He's, he's shooting a one and one, and they're trailing by one. Drains the first one, drains the second one, and to, to have Michigan win the title. Like, uh, he, uh, nine for 10 that game from the free throw line. Nine yeah. for 10 for the free throw game. Yeah. It was a, ba- it was a total back and forth, uh, game. Uh, what's his face from, uh, from Seton Hall? John Morton went crazy. 35 points. So no one ever heard of this guy. Uh, of course, he did take 26 shots. Yeah. Um, yeah, but good game. Team shot 43 and 44% from the field. Um, three pointers. Each team, uh, look at uh, Seton Hall way ahead of their time. Took 23, three pointers in that game, which back then that was unheard of, but only unfortunately made seven, which hurt them. Uh, Glenn, Ro- Michigan took 16. Glenn Rice took uh, 12 of them. 
Wow. But that's what, back in this generation, and we'll talk about it, there was, if you were taking a lot of threes, it was one guy taking a lot of threes. Yeah, it was. That's all. There was one guy on the floor who they thought well, that was your go-to <laughs> three show. Like out of a starter, he was the only starter to take a three, uh, Glenn Rice that day. Wow. Yeah. But Glenn Rice, 31 and 10, 31 and 11, uh, and Ramil Robinson, 21 and 11 assists. So, uh, yeah, it, it was a total, it, if you watch the last five minutes of that at regulation too, and that it's a total back and forth, very yeah, similar to that great, Kentucky great uh, Duke. Yeah. Just sitting there going, you're not sure what was going to happen. Like, it, yeah, it, it was definitely a great game for me. Uh, Denon, do you have anything to add to that one or are we just going to vote? Vote. Well, for me, it's, it, it's easy. It's Michigan Seton Hall for me on that yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I, but I Bart, may have, because Bart was there, I'll, I'll vote for that one. I was there in my living room. Yes. At 15 years old. I was there. <laughs> That's right. All right. Uh, the bottom half of this bracket, we start with the uh, one seed, North Carolina, Georgetown, the Jordan shot uh, versus the four seed, which is the, now this one, if you want to argue not being in there, I, I'd be okay. The Wisconsin, oh Kentucky 2015 final four, um, where Kentucky was going for their undefeated season and they ran into a Fred Kaminsky led uh, Wisconsin game or Wisconsin team. So, uh, so let's start with North Carolina, Georgetown. Now, okay, let me do this one because I'm a Georgetown right, fan. Go ahead. This, go ahead. This, is, go. So, this is the 1982 final. So I'm probably, what am I then, 13, 13 years old. So I, I was a I was I was a Georgetown fan from when I started watching basketball. That was that was my that was my initial initial thing. The this was the most memorable game in my teenage years. The game is back and forth um between Jordan and Ewing. Jordan Ewing. Then Georgetown gets the ball down by one to win the game. So they, they got the ball down by one. There's, I don't know, maybe 12, 12 seconds left in the clock. Freddie Brown from Georgetown drives down the court, stops at the top of the key, looks to run a pass, and throws the ball to a wide-open James Worthy, who is on the other team. Do you guys remember that? He oh, grabs yeah. the ball. He saw that highlight. And then Worthy's running down the court, like missed his man. He's running the other way. And the guy turns and throws it to him, throws it to the opposing team, and Georgetown loses by one. That that was crushing to me because I was I was an early on Georgetown fan there. So that game, but it was a great game watching Jordan Ewing go back and forth. Kitch, was that game fixed? Come on. Like that 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 smells like that game's fixed. Come it, on. It sure looked at it. it sure so, looked at it. A couple of things. Yeah, I mean, at the time, right, when you're in that, like that was considered one of the all-time great games. Um, but when I was watching, going back and looking at it, God, it, I didn't think it was actually a great game. It was slow. Uh, no three-point line. The spacing was like all over the map as far as uh, the four corners. And it, yeah, I, I think it's overrated that game. It's it's a it's a great game. I get it, and at the time it was a great game. And you put the aura of Jordan, right? And that's sort of like his coming out party, where the whole world got to know him a little bit, or certainly the basketball world. And he makes obviously a clutch shot for a freshman, um, and didn't even hesitate. Like that's that was the beauty of that. He just you could tell like that was Jordan's. Been, like I got the ball, I'm shooting this. I don't care who. I don't because Worthy uh, was unbelievable that game. He was the stud on that team, and yeah, he, he was, was he was awesome. Now. The other thing that was awesome to watch on that was a young Patrick Ewing. Like he was, he was a specimen back then. Like, and he moved pretty well. He got up and down the court, like a bit of a gazelle. Like he was awesome. Uh, but I will point out that Patrick Ewing had five goaltends that game. Now <laughs> with at least four of them, the ball, the ball was almost on the floor when he blocked it. And he, and he looked shocked that he got the ball on the way down. 
you're like every time he block a shot, he'd be like, "What?" I'm like, "It's clearly cresting." It was on, the way. and he just looked. At one point, I swear, one of his teammates goes and and they're saying to him, "Patrick, the ball has to be on the way up. You can't touch it on the way down." I don't think he had any clue what the goaltending rules were. <laughs> so, and then Jordan only had four points at half, sixteen. So he had a good he had a good second half. Uh, but yeah, I was uh, and I couldn't not get over how good worthy was in that game. Uh, and then again, the, the whole you and God, he was. Yeah, he was awesome. Like he was awesome. He was yeah, it was good. But yeah, I mean that that throw to the other team. That's a that's a Weber like timeout. Those are those are the two biggest plays in the NCAA history as far as like fuck ups at the end of a game. So yeah. uh all right, but good game. Yeah, right, listen, great game. No no question about it. Just it wasn't Yeah, as- I watched um yeah, that, that one I ended up watching a bit of it. And I know there's a big series coming on about Jordan. Isn't it a five part series coming out Ten next part. week or something, guys? Ten? Ten parter. Oh my God, that's gonna be heaven. Um, from like from watching that, I, I want to know more about Jordan. Like like when they really knew he was gonna be like the best basketball player ever. Because like again, like he he's a freshman. Again, everyone back then played four years, right? Or I mean, maybe not four. Because Jordan, how many? Jordan years went Jordan after three. Played? He played three. To three to three, right? So him coming in as as a freshman and taking that last shot, where you know they got a bunch of other studs on their team and stuff and doing it so graciously. I'm just, I'm just wondering like wh- when he decided to go to North Carolina, was it like, Oh my God, we got the next God of basketball or was it? Yeah. He, he's a good, he, he's got the skills. I don't know. So I think, um, so I'm a huge Jordan guy uh, and I've read almost any book that's been written about him uh, out there. Yeah. He was, he was a highly touted recruit. Uh, but they weren't sitting there going, he's going to reinvent North Carolina basketball. They're like, yeah, he's going to fit in just like it. But that was Dean Smith's uh, sort of way of life too, right? We get you, you come in, you're part of the program and and you do as you're, you know, as a freshman, you, you generally speaking, it was, it was rare for a freshman to have that kind of profile at North Carolina then. Uh, and then he won uh, NCAA player of the year the next two years ju- as a sophomore and junior. So clearly he was a stud coming out of it. But I, I think because of the North Carolina program, teams, NBA didn't really understand how great this guy really, really was, even though he's, I know it doesn't make any sense because he's about, but they, it's a program, right? You play within that, the confines of Dean Smith's, uh, uh, program. So, uh, cause when you think about it now, you can never fault Houston for taking a large one, but Portland, the Sambo, obviously that will, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's the baby curse. Yeah. I mean, and then Jordan third to Chicago. I mean, that's yeah. Can you, what, I always, I often think, can you imagine what would the NBA have been like if Jordan was stuck out in Portland? Like that would have been a totally different in the West too. Oh, man. Yeah, it's I know. Crazy. It's it is crazy. Um, but yes, the we will be we will definitely be dissecting the Jordan. Uh, it's called the Last Dance on ESPN. It's over five weeks, but because they're doing two episodes per Sunday night, that's going to be awesome. Oh. The ratings for that would probably be pretty high. I would yeah, think so. Probably. Oh, All right, so. Uh, yeah, the Wisconsin Kentucky game. This was a, I, this is a four. This might be a ten seed, not a four seed. You know, it was interesting. So I, I watched the last bit of, bit of that game. So Wisconsin was actually trailing by four with four minutes left in that game. There's four minutes to go in that game. Wisconsin's down by four. They outscore Kentucky seventeen to four in the last four minutes to win by seven. Like, like so, the last four minutes was pretty impressive. Of how how much how much can't oh how much. Kentucky missed, but how many shots Wisconsin made down the stretch too? Well, that's always been the knock on a Calipari led team, right? Like he's not a great, he's not a great X and O's guy, and he's really not a great end of game coach. And which we can, we'll talk about again in the next time we see a a um, 
Cal Perry led uh, team. He is not, they do not believe he's a recruiter. He's not an in-game guy at all. Uh, that's, at least that's always been the knock on him. Right. So, but yeah, for me, this is Deno. Did you, uh, any, any commentary on this game? It wasn't great. Nope. No. Oh, no, I don't. Uh, yeah. Other than, you know, it was, you look at, um, you look at, they, God, they were, they only took five, three pointers, Kentucky in this game. Five. That seems impossible. Whereas the Wisconsin took 17. Especially, especially in the 2015. It's not as though this is yeah. like 80s or 90s. Wow, that's that's really low. But they had a couple. Yeah, they had. Uh, this was Towns. This was uh, Anthony, Kyle Anthony Towns and Willie Cully Stein. So a couple big guys. Obviously. And then they had the Harrison twins. Remember, I don't know if you guys remember. The, any, the Harrison twins were meant to be like this huge deal that they got. They flamed out Kentucky. I don't, I don't even, I'm sure either one of them ever got drafted. Uh, but I still, I mean, this is still. Good. But like, that's Devin Booker was on this team, too. Devin Booker couldn't start over the Harrison twins. (laughs) (laughs) I think Cal may have missed on this one too a little bit. Uh, But yeah, uh, easy, easy vote here. Yeah. NC, NC Georgetown. NC. Yeah, for sure. All right. Bottom of the bracket. Here we go. Cal again, Kansas, Memphis, 2008 final. 75-68 75-68 overtime uh, Kansas win versus... Now, I think actually this, I think this is a very, very tough vote versus the Indiana-Syracuse 87 final, the smart shot. So uh, let's let's start up top, Kansas-Memphis. Kitsch, I think you watched quite a bit of this one. I really... I So I I didn't remember this Kansas-Memphis game, so, so I'm going to go back and, ch- and check this out. That that was honestly one of the greatest finishes I've ever seen in the tournament. I watched... like If you're going to watch any of these, I'd go watch that Duke-Kentucky game, game again, but I'd also... Pick this one was probably the second pick from what we talked about today is that Kansas Memphis game. It's it's Memphis is up by nine nine points with two minutes to go in the game, so up sixty fifty one. Memphis misses most of the free throws down the stretch. Um, they missed three one on ones down uh, under two minutes, oh. including Derek Rose. Derek Rose was one of the guys who actually yeah. who actually missed one or two of the one on ones. He missed um, two of them. Canvas Kansas decided they're gonna they're going to just play the hack. They're just they're just fouling. They're just fouling as soon as they're and they're making their shots going in. And then Kansas, they they've only made one three pointer all game. And I can't remember who it was from Kansas, but the, whoever it was throws up a prayer at the end of the game to send it to overtime. And then Kansas wins by seven in overtime. It was a great Chalmers. That was Chalmers. Mario Chalmers. Oh, it's Mario Chalmers. Okay. Yeah, Mario Chalmers. Mario Chalmers. Oh my god. Yeah. Mario Chalmers. The heat. Shot. Yeah, the and heat. So that, you got you if you're gonna go back and watch a game, I'd actually highly recommend go watch end of that game. That was that was a great, great finish. But yeah, the last ten minutes of regulation, it, it's pretty good basketball. But Memphis, I mean, like I said, I had a, I, my note was they were up seven with the buck forty seven left. I mean, they had that game. They should have had that game dead to rights. And then they're up three. That's the whole do you foul, do you not foul? And then apparently so Cal came out and said after he's such a douchebag, he's like, I told him to foul. That's what he claims he said in the in the huddle that he was that they were supposed to foul and they didn't. Then Chalmers buries it and and then clearly again right they just crumbled after that. So that was but it was it is it's a it's a really really good uh, game and very exciting uh, obviously finish. But equally, Indiana Syracuse. Daniel, you must remember this one, the smart shot. Yeah, ever ever remembers that that shot on the um, on the baseline and stuff in the air and stuff because I don't I don't think um, like was was smart that heralded back then like, oh, was Steve he, Alford Steve Alford yeah the guy. yeah yeah that was Alford and stuff so I didn't I didn't go rewatch this one I only rewatched um, five of the games but everyone remembers that shot 
right? Because he's hanging in the air, baseline. Or floating. Floating. Yeah, like it was, that's a tough shot. It's a tough shot, so. Yeah, you know, I, I'm i pretty sure I watched a lot of Big Ten basketball back then, and I think you remember hearing the smart name, but obviously he had a, he had a great game. He was 9 for 15, uh, 21 points, 6 assists, and 5 rebounds. So he, he, had a good, he had a great game. And of and those 21 points, he got 17 of those points in the second half. So 17 of the 21 points Smart got were in the second half. Yeah, that's right. He did light it up in the second half. Was that was that Cycli's team in 87? I don't yeah. got my laptop so, up. Look at this team. Douglas, Coleman, Cycli, Greg Monroe. Oh. Uh, yeah, they four they NBA were, they were they were stacked, but Coleman, Coleman shits the bed in this game. Coleman, three for seven. Wow. He was three for seven, but 19 boards. They, they had a big team. Like that's that's a that'd be a tough what, what team to go inside again. I don't think Alford had a big game in that game either. Did he? Uh, Alford had, you know what? Alford had a really good game. Eight for fifteen, uh, seven for ten from three point land. Oh, right. Twenty three points, five assists, two steals, and and three. Yeah, no, he played he played pretty well. But again, look at this. They took eleven three pointers the whole game. Alford took ten of them. <laughs> That's so <laughs> that's just crazy. And then there's the Raptors. Remember our Raptors at one game? 54 three-pointers. That's right. Times have changed, Deno. That's, that's that's like more than one a minute, Bart. I, I did the math. 48 minutes, yeah, 54 shots, wow. Bart. That's good. This is the true theory of evolution. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> there's analytics for you there somewhere. Oh, my God. All right. Let's... Uh, but I must admit, this is a tough vote for me, but I my vote is going to be Indiana-Syracuse, the two seed. My vote is, I, going into it, not really just remembering the games, mine would have been Indiana-Syracuse, but when I watched that Kansas-Memphis game, I switched. I went to Kansas-Memphis after, after watching that game. All right, down to your vote. Yeah, I'm going to... Because I like Kitsch better, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take take Kitsch, but I am gonna go rewatch this one so I can really vote properly. Yeah, go uh, watch Kansas uh, Memphis. Then. Go that would have been great before the pod, but okay, uh, let us know how that goes. Uh, okay, Bart, right, we, yeah, we, we, we can't we move through all sixteen. We'll be here till like four hours. I know we gotta we gotta move. We're gonna we're gonna fly we to the stop, next. We can stop, we're, we're we can stop at those eight. We can stop at those eight. Okay. We'll stop at those eight and then do the next one. On the the next do eight. The next. The next. All right, sure, we can do that. Yeah, listen, we can do whatever we want. Fuck our listeners. We, we've got nothing. I don't care what you told them. We've got nothing but time. <laughs> I don't nothing care what we promised our listeners. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Well, by that rationale, we're gonna we're gonna save. I'm sure that people will just be once this gets out that we've done the first eight like this. I'm sure people will just be like frothing for the next for the next <laughs> the next pod. <laughs> um, all right. Well, this takes us right into um, what sports. So back here, we're gonna do this backyard gambling. And if you want to bet, we're gonna start with uh, what sports could you possibly bet on. Right now, if you uh, were that desperate for it, and as I go to a live shot of Bet365, um, here in play right now, okay, you've got soccer somewhere. Now, but, well, hang on, wait, wait, till you, it's this is um, Belarus Premier League. You can bet on. Uh, you can bet on the Escobar battle. Eight minute plays. There's a there's a mini soccer event you can bet on. I don't even know what mini soccer means, but apparently mini soccer you can bet on as well. Uh, there's a tennis tournament. Uh, doesn't even tell you where. I bet there's just four guys playing right now you can bet on if you want to. One guy is minus. Oh, you know what? I actually might make a bet on this. Michaelis Lebetitis uh, versus Petrus Vinegras. He's a plus 2,800. He's only down 5-4 in the first set. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm making I'm making that wager right now as we speak. I'm putting a hundred on him. Why not? Call your you cable company. You get him on. Yeah, he's a. Oh, bet exceeds the maximum offered. Forty two eighty six is the most you can bet. That's because it's like. So yeah, I'm refer. I'm going to get that to a trader. We're going to refer and trade. Yeah, here it comes. So that's exciting. Before you see the uh, NBA uh, 2K players tournament, the esports kind of going on. Do you guys see that? No. Oh. oh yeah, I did. Uh, last night was the first round. Yeah, uh, Durant. Durant's ranked number one, and I think uh, Trent Young's ranked number two, whatever. Like, I only watched a bit of it. There's so much trash talk. Like, these guys, these guys got game too, right? Like, these guys are either playing basketball or playing video games, right? They're, the, they're like, that's all they got, right? So, um, yeah, well, Durant went down, by the way, number one seed. He went down. Yeah, that's a big upset. The, I know. With yeah. Trey Young, apparently, Trey Young's the real deal. He, oh, he he's young. Like, well, his, <laughs> name's, his last name's Young, but like anyone who's, I would take, the younger player in every matchup. Yes. Because like, they've, yeah. they've been born with it, right? For sure. Uh, so table tennis, somewhere in the world, you can bet table tennis right now. Oh, actually, you, know, you can bet on eSports, by the way. Yeah, eSports is No huge. idea. Uh, there's futsal. Do you guys know what futsal is? Yep. I don't know you don't know what futsal is. It's basically uh, indoor soccer with a smaller ball. You run around and... Yeah. They play at a rim. So that, that's a available. Oh, the Belarus futsal championships. We could bet on right now if you wanted to. And and Bert on Bet three sixty five usually you can go watch it live with like the video like is there actual video is, oh, is the stream working too I can't uh, I will check that but I don't think so uh, like for that, for other soccer games you can watch them live and bet which is ridiculous that that site is so messed up and then there's ice hockey that you can get that's the, the Liga Pro Short Hockey three times ten minutes tournament. The short hockey. I don't even, I don't even know. Ice under hockey, five, four. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm going to look into that. Let's midget, see if that game is available. You bet on midget uh, You know what? Yep. There's the feed. I'm watching the feed right now to the, to the league of hockey. It is. So there are no fans. And the reason why there are no fans, because there are no seats for fans. And the rink, I bet you is. Oh, they're playing. It's within the blue line. So they, they go the other way of the boards. It's within the blue line. That's the short oh, hockey. Short hockey. It's, <laughs> is it three on three? Or what is it? Uh, hang on a second. I see one. It looks, it appears to be four on four. Oh, that's a lot of space. That's a lot of bodies. Four on four. I can't. How is this? I mean, I keep telling you, there's parts of the world that we just don't understand exist. Who is, how is this a bettable is sport? There, is, is there two games going on at once? <laughs> it's like, because it's, it's, it's the other way. Well, I'll tell you what. I just made Marcotte's day. He, this is, I know what he's doing the next two weeks. He's going to be betting this. Unbelievable. That website is dangerous. It's got everything, that website. If you want to bet something. Oh so there God. you go. There you go. It's still it's still very bettable. Very, very. It's a very bettable world up there. Bart, if you you ever, the, um, have you ever been on Bodog? A long, long time ago. Long time ago. Like Bodog, when I used to use Bodog, you can bet on like the air, like temperature. You can bet on everything. <laughs> it's, that that thing has just got so many bets. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that's what Bet365 doesn't do. It, it's, it doesn't let you like bet on the yeah. presidential elections yeah, election, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Bodog. Yeah, Bodog. I, I, Bodog. I'm going to have to look that up. I got nothing else to do. Look that up. <laughs> we should all get Bulldog accounts. The thing that still amazes do a bet each week or something. <laughs> I still have one, I think. I think I still have one. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, we're, we're capped at uh, $31 a bet or something, Kitch. Oh, all right, let's I'm go. At uh, I'm at 10 Good beat, bad beat. No, hang on. I got, so I get good my beat, bet. Bad my beat. Uh, you want know, my gambling oh, story? I didn't realize you were making a bet. You didn't tell 
So it's it's still well, go ahead. still shocks me that there are still in the U.S. There are still five horse tracks running on a daily basis. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, only pitch would know. There's over 35, 40 minimum racetracks in North America, and they're and they're all canceled except for these five, like Gulfstream, which is in Miami, or and Tampa Bay Downs, which I think are both uh, owned by Stronach. So apparently he's he doesn't he doesn't big German guy probably doesn't think the virus is that that's that's severe. You got Oak Lawn in Arkansas. You got Remington Park in Oklahoma, and you got Los Alamitos in California. So you have two Florida tracks, one Arkansas, one Oklahoma, one California. Like, how can they continue to do this when when they look around and all other 30-plus tracks are canceled? So there you go. There's there's five places you can actually place a wager on a daily basis. Awesome. There we are. What an educational podcast this is. <laughs> I can't wait to go on Bodog later. I'm going to see what's on there. <laughs> Me either. I can't wait either. All right, we're going to good beat, bad beat. Uh, so it's your choice of either or. Uh, so, Deno, I'm going to you. Yeah, so in the theme of uh, online poker, I told Bart a long time ago, um, I stopped playing online poker for about 12 years, and it's because of this story. So, Bart, buckle up. Oh buckle up, God. Bart. Oh, my God. So, back, go. this is at least 12 years ago. And again, it's, it's, not even a bad, it's not even a bad beat story. It's just that I'm an idiot story. So anyways, I went and pre-qualified to get into a tournament. I probably paid five, 10 bucks to get in the tournament. As long as you finish in top 10, you go to a tournament on a weekend and there's like a thousand people in it um, and such. So this tournament starts at noon and um, I think the prize pool, I, I, I think the winner got either 200,000 or 250 or something like that. So Sorry, again, just, just out of curiosity, Deno, is the start time relevant? Yes. Yes. Okay. It's relevant. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. I, yeah, yeah. It's very irrelevant, actually. So, so, anyways, for and for anyone that's played online poker, like it moves fast, boys. Like there's like shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. You can get it. You can get a hand done in like like thirty seconds, whatever. Right. So, so anyways, I'm in this tournament. I should have been out at probably five p.m. I'm like five hours in. There's five hours in of online poker, which amount of hands is probably about twenty hours of poker. Anyways, I go river this guy. I remember all of a sudden I got a lot of chips. Fast forward, it's like 10 o'clock at night. So I'm 10 hours into this tournament, and I am the fucking chip leader. I'm the chip leader, right? And back then I'm thinking, fuck, like quarter million dollars or whatever, right? So I got I got pots of coffee going on. I'm just trying to just trying to stay wired. Trying to stay I love wired. I love how back then a quarter million bucks is a big deal to you. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right now, oh my god, right? So I'm jacked up. I'm trying to play tight. I got all these chips, and I was rivering everybody. Like I wasn't even playing. I was just rivering everybody. So, anyways, they they have breaks every like I think an hour two so like i was like doing push-ups sit-ups like i was just trying just trying to keep going right so fast forward fast forward to 4 a.m 4 a.m oh, so we are we are 16 hours and i'm going oh, fuck i'm getting tired i've already ordered pizzas whatever so imagine i'm in my condo i go you know what i'm just gonna you know what i need a new spot a new spot i'm just gonna lay down on my couch i lay down on my couch head up laptop Guess who falls asleep? <laughs> the chip leader. Chip leader, the chip falls, leader 
falls asleep. <laughs> I I believe there was only fuck when I fell asleep. I believe there's like maybe 80 people left, 90 people. And when I woke up, I, I was kind of watching. And you know what these buggers did? Actually, God bless them. They're so smart. They knew I was sleeping. So I think what they decided to do was if I was the big blind or actually just in general. So everyone just kept folding and raising. So like not like like playing the hand. They would just everyone like the first person after the big blind would raise everyone fold, f- raise fold just to clear me out. Like just to kind of, <laughs> you know, yeah, instead you of playing the blind you out. <laughs> yeah. Blind me out. But but speed. Right. Like, like, so every hand's taken like, I don't know, 10 seconds. So anyways, I wake up. I think I slept for like 25 minutes. And I wake up and I go, oh, my fucking God. What the fuck? What's wrong with me? Oh, my God. I'm so I look, I'm like 16th place or something. Like, okay. Still good. Still good. So, so I think, I think the table knows I'm back. Oh, the, the jackass is back. Whatever. Right. So, and I still remember this head. I remember this head to like, like it was so fixed. I'm dope pocket aces. And I go all in. This guy's got kings. Right? The flop. The flop's ace king. I'm going, I'm good. Guess what the freaking freaking river, river card river, was. River king. Four, four, four king always comes up. Always comes <laughs> up. Right? So, so I lose this big hand. Next hand, go all in. Got rivered. I'm out of the tournament. You tilted. So I got, tilted. I got like, I got 40th or something. So I won like, I don't know. I won like. A thousand, not even a thousand bucks. But anyways, after that, I said I'm never playing on local online poker again unless some outbreak happens where I'm <laughs> isolated to my house with my family and I'm not and I'm not allowed to leave. So, anyways, online poker's back, boys. <laughs> I don't think. Well, you know, I almost fell asleep during, during that. So, uh, thank you. That was, uh... <laughs> All right, Kitch. Uh, good beat, bad beat. I, I didn't have enough time to go through my history of good beats and bad beats, so I'll have to do it on a future show. But the one thing that I have found that is um, prominent with online poker, because we're on that topic here, it is, and I, and I remember this last time I did it, which was seven, eight or nine years ago, you sign up for online poker. In the first two weeks of, of playing as a new signee or a new depositor, you catch everything. You make every hand. You, you, they, they triple your your initial investment, and it goes, and, it, and you think this is free money. So now I'm three weeks in. I can't make hand. It is shock. The, the, the computers. Saw, it is shocking how I through two of every three hands I have the second high pair. So um, if you stay in maybe in a nine ten suit and some of that, you will get the flop will be like three ten queen. And you'll be this, and so they just give you enough of a hand to hang in there, think, thinking that maybe you got second pair, maybe no one's got top pair, and and you get backdoored nonstop. So bad beats online poker. It's a, there's a lot of that going on in the, especially with rivers. Are you, are you are you surprised that a software generated program actually has an algorithm to it where you're not going to win? <laughs> Yes, I thought was, I thought it was the greatest player ever in the first two weeks. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure it's the equivalent of playing a slot machine. <laughs> you are eventually going to lose if you keep this up. But I must admit, now the home game, the home game is that's the best way to do it because someone in that group's going to win. You know, and yeah. it shouldn't it shouldn't get too too crazy. But the problem with the home game is that you still have access to the rest of the site. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's what's killing me. That's what's killing me. Well, no, not you, Kitch. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Well, you and Marcotte. 
And I don't, have great, I don't have great patience when it comes to that either. I want, I want to play every hand. Marcotte was stopping his feet last night that we didn't get a game going. Uh, <laughs> and then I, I wake, I wake up to a thread of him sitting there going, all he did was play sit and goes all night. Oh, don't, <laughs> and, don't do it. Don't. And that was my fault. It was my fault that he had to play sit and goes all night. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, I'm going to actually go to a traditional good beat because I try, I was. It's hard to remember what you what you went through. Uh, I've got I've got two really good ones, but uh, I'm going to save one for the next week. Uh, so the uh, the Falcons uh, Patriots Super Bowl. Oh, I I was on. I can't remember what I had, but I'd I'd bet the Pats earlier to just to win the Super Bowl or whatever. So like I was already invested in the patches winning that game. But obviously what was it? Uh, 21-3 at the uh was it 21-3 at the half? Yeah. I think yep. it was 21-3 at the half. So I'm sitting there going, "Oh, right, this is I'm going to lose like so whatever." But so but I decide to make the 15 to 1 will the game go to overtime at halftime bet. Thinking that's never happening. So 15 to 1, I'm like, "Yeah, fuck it, let's just Those do are it." Terrible odds. Those are terrible odds. Terrible. I agree they were terrible odds, but you know what? 15 to 1 and I may have made it more sizable. I may, I may have made a bit of an angry bet. So that, that was a angry more bet. size. <laughs> uh, it was a slightly more sizable than it should have been. And uh, lo and behold, you think about what had to happen for that game to go to overtime. Yeah. I mean, two point. Oh my God. Well, the, the two two point conversions the Pats had to get, uh, and then you had to have the Falcons absolutely destroy any logic on how to kill the oh, clock totally let's yeah, throw right. the ball let's throw the ball so and when i went back and I looked at that i'm like you know that actually for that game to go to overtime a lot of really good things had to happen oh, so that was yeah right. i had a great beat i had a great beat. that's a great bet by me bart okay bart when they when they threw that bet out there it, that was modeled at like 50 to 1 but they go some idiot yeah. will get 15 to 1 like the guy that wants action there'll be a bunch of cash yeah, and then all of a sudden, all these bets for Bermuda came in. They're going, "Yeah, we got them. That was the right number." <laughs> but you know what? Even at fifteen to one, I was still pretty. Like when it hit, I was pretty happy. Oh no, I'm saying like good bet, but like the odds not going over. Oh, I know, eighteen oh, no. points, Jeez. especially at twenty-one-three. It's not even on a yeah. number like where no, no, it's not twenty-one-seven or something. no. Yeah, Bert. Yeah, even it's the start of the game, fifteen to one's a bad bet. Down twenty-one-three. <laughs> I don't. You know what they give every year the. It, Pretty much any basketball game or NFL game, your odds of the game to go to overtime and start the game are somewhere between eight and ten is what they'll give you at the beginning of the game, which is a terrible, terrible bet. Terrible, yeah. A terrible, terrible. Almost as bad as the bet the tie at half, tie at the ga- end of game. That's a really bad bet. Yeah. <laughs> tie and win. Tie and win's a great bet, though. Tie, tie and win, awesome bet. Yeah, awesome bet. Jenny, you remember where we were for that game? For that for that. Pass we were up. in New York with uh, Jack Armstrong, actually, yeah, for that game. Oh, that's right. Jack yeah. and, and uh, a bunch of complete strangers that, that, were, that, were, that were Jack's uh, Jack's acquaintance. Some, Jack knew the guy who owned the bar, and he set us up. So we were a bunch of strangers. And that was when Jack got introduced to uh, Flip Cup. Flip Cup was Flip a, Cup. <laughs> with Jack. And, he, uh, he Jack, Jack wasn't very good at Flip Cup. No, no. But he had the whole oh, bar singing okay. Really? He did it. Shocker. He did. He did. You know what? Him and Joe Logan don't get a Flip Cup. Well, they're up in age. age. They're up in age, those two. Up in age. Uh, All right, listen, we're uh, we're an hour in. Let's go. Uh, What drives you crazy? Who's starting? Kitch. All right. So this whole – I'm going to have it um, tied to the current environment we're in. And it's entitled Pick Your Battles. Pick Your Battles. So around the kitchen house – and I see this around other people too. Is don't sweat the small stuff. Like if there's if there's a crumb on the ground, or if there's a cupboard that's partially open, or if something is uh, something is sort of 
just a little a little bit out of whack. You know what? In the grand scheme of things, it's not that's not the end of the world. So one of my one of my drives me crazy is just just let some stuff go in this current environment. Let's not fight all the battles. So goes back to pick your battles, let some stuff go. That's my new my new uh my new mantra. Well, that was actually relatively tempered for you. That was okay. Well, good for you. Uh, uh, I'm angry. I'm going to, I'm going to interrupt you, Denno, because uh, a young Johnny Bart has just uh, arrived and would like to contribute yet again. So Johnny comes to, come see, say hi to everybody. There there he is in the house. Johnny's in the house. Let us have it. it. Look look at the guys and say hello. Hello. Hey. Hi. All right, go ahead. So, Today I had no a couple days ago I had a baseball fantasy draft, and we're getting around to the nineteenth round, one of the last rounds, and I'm on Facetime with one of my friends who's also in the draft. What's your friend's name? Luke. Luke Driscoll. Luke Driscoll. And I didn't know he was up, so I told him next round I'm picking Bo Bichette, and he's like, "Oh, Bo Bichette, huh?" And then when I look back to my iPad, um, he chose Bobachet. Oh, he jumped up and got him. Yeah. You know what? Know your role. Know your numbers, Johnny. Know your numbers. Good on you. Know what, Johnny? Good you know who's getting hurt this year? You know who's getting hurt in baseball? Bobachet. He's getting hurt this year. Don't worry, buddy. But Johnny, Harm can we, do you want to tell the boys your strategy of of keeping Bobachet a secret so that no one else knew that you wanted him? <laughs> I didn't know he was off. Well, for 10 rounds, Johnny had been running around the house telling the entire planet he was going to take Bo Bichette in the last round. So the guys that he was drafting maybe had an inkling. And Luke, who's one of his besties, uh, likes to mess with Johnny a little bit and took full advantage of your stupidity. I like Luke. I like Luke. So how'd that make you feel, Johnny? Um, I offered him a trade. Lindor for Bo Bichette. <laughs> Don't do it. All right. Well, so... Thank you, Johnny. That, that's a that's a great story. Hey, hey Johnny, I, I have a question for you. Has your has your dad taught you what karma is? Yeah. Yeah. Well, your your friend's got some karma coming. Bobichet will get hurt, or his team's gonna stink this year. Yeah, so that's true. don't worry. True. Don't trade for him. You're gonna overpay for him. You're gonna overpay for him. <laughs> you want him so bad, you're gonna overpay for him. Listen to Uncle Denno. Who's only had three drinks already today? Listen, to Uncle Dan. Oh, oh no! <laughs> All right, Johnny. Thank you, Johnny. And the best thing in a draft, Johnny. The best thing in a draft is when you're when you can pick your buddy's top pick. When you when you can pick ahead of your buddy like that is oh, that's yeah. that's, yeah. that's yeah. Well, even if you don't want him, even if you don't like the guy, I'm gonna pick him. I gotta stay. <laughs> it, but seriously, it was for an hour. He'd been telling the entire draft he was taking Bo Bichette. And Luke is that like Luke's a great kid, and you can <laughs> just see everybody going, "Oh yeah, Johnny, watch this." It was great. But you know the other crazy thing is they did a baseball draft where there's going to be no baseball. So yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that was a that was a two hour exhausting process of me having to go through every pick. Here's what's happening. I look oh. at everything, and yeah, yeah, it was that was fun. That was good. Uh, all right. Well, listen. I'm going to uh, I'm going to bring it home here on the What Drives You Crazy oh. segment. Oh, oh, Dan, did wait, we not? Oh, sorry, oh, I interrupted you. Sorry, yeah, you're up. You're no, up. wait. No. Does your house get two, or how's it work, Bart? Oh, you don't think I get one now? You think it's just? Yeah, I get that. he was a special guest. A special guest. Oh, by the way, okay. we get enough more time. Yeah, go, okay, go sorry, ahead. Now. I was going to bust your balls there. So, so mine, mine actually is very similar to Kitch's, but a bit. I I can't throw everyone under the bus, so I'll try and keep it high level. So. 
with this COVID thing, like just treat people right, be human. Like the example I have, so I have a, I have a rental property and I forward catch this email, but so I, I have a rental property where I rent it to someone and they go rent it to someone else, right? Oh. So anyways, it's it's been a great relationship the last four years. We, we both do very well and I guess they're having some problems. Well, first of all, they don't tell me and I find out just through a check bounce. So their their check just bounces. Like like that's that's rude, right? First of all, call the person, right? Tell tell a person what's going on. The place is empty. Like we can still like possibly rent this thing or whatever. But people just get stuck around. You know what? They're it, they're they're having issues, whatever. And I'm, I'm sure that who I'm dealing with might have some issues. But it's like be just be human. Call the person, tell them what's going on. Maybe there's a short-term solution or whatever. But like people just get stuck with what's going on in their world. They have no idea what's going on in everyone else's world. So my tragic crazy is just be human. Pick up the freaking phone. Phone. Answer your email. Thank you. What do you mean the check bounced? Like they actually my still pay by bounced. check? He's yeah. got prepaid yeah. checks. Yeah. Prepaid checks. Oh, yeah. checks. Oh, pre- oh prepaid checks. Yeah. Right. Did, didn't old, tell old, me they weren't uh, they weren't paying. Just you know, just bounced. Yep. I can't believe you're that again. I'm always surprised at what surprises you guys. You're you're a landlord to people, and in probably one of the worst times in the history of mankind, and you're 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 surprised <laughs> that someone didn't have the wherewithal to let you know they were times are tough. Well, Bart, I realized times are tough. My other my other property, it didn't bounce. Right, and that's the one I was worried about. The people I'm dealing with have a lot of money, Bart. Like this isn't like I'm not dealing with. Uh, <laughs> you're not slumlording. Like, yeah, no, but these guys, like, I can't say who they are, but it's like, they're just like, executives. you know what? Someone else is going to, someone else is going to take this, not me. It's like, uh, come on. Will, Anyways, that's my rant. Be human, Bart. Be human. Well, hopefully that works out for you, Denon. Please keep us up to date on the next, on the next. Care, Bart. <laughs> well, mine, so it's easy to go COVID-19 related these days, but I'm not, uh, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm going to keep mine a little closer to home. So as we know, We've been, all been reintroduced to the online uh, poker world, which I would like to point out that in our home game, I'm a dominant force. Uh, three three wins in a row this week. Not three wins this week. Three win, three games, three Ws by Bart, um, which uh, is probably not that shocking to, uh, to the home team players. But uh, anyways, what is driving me crazy is that I've made the mistake of letting the boys, my boys, uh, be in the room with me while I'm playing, which leads to uh, them wanting to play hands, which Johnny actually did play. He played about 10 minutes on his own while I was doing other things the other night in one of the games. But what is driving me crazy is that these two think you have to play every hand. And if you don't play every hand, there's something wrong with you. The number of times I get, well, what do you mean you're not playing Jack six dad? That's a great, I'm like, guys, I'm in the small blind. There are four people after me that might, so I'm trying to explain the concept of online poker to my 11 and 15 year old has proven to be well it's i've lost that battle i'm winning the games but i'm losing that battle of their education of online poker i'm feeling and like having I them next with them having them next to me during this uh during this onslaught of victories is it's it's been driving me crazy a little bit and i'm not sure it's really healthy and this is a great way to raise your rear your children during this time but uh yeah it's been tough it's been tough 
navigating my W's. Uh, so all right. So I should not be playing every hand. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Cause I, I seem to, I seem to fall in the same well, track. That's, that's all they care about. They just want to see you play every hand. Cause that's more fun. Totally. It is. Yeah. Totally. More fun. I, I agree with the, I agree with the boy. Yeah. You know, you do play a lot of hands and actually I'm starting to figure out your pattern of, of betting too. I got to read on, I got to beat on you. <laughs> I don't totally. even, I don't even know my own pattern. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kitch gets bored. He's dangerous. He gets dangerous. <laughs> All right. Any other business? We got to wrap this up. Any other business? Yeah, I got a couple. I got a couple. Uh, I, got a, I got a good one that ties in with the basketball, NCAA basketball thing today. So in, two, in the 2008 NCAA tourney, I was had the, the, the joy of attending the first round in Tampa. I saw four games on the Friday in the Tampa series. And if you could, you, you probably don't remember this, but I've been to many of the NCAA tournament games. This was the most, and this has only happened once before in history. I saw number there was two two five twelve games and two four thirteen games in the same venue. Great games. Both twelves and both thirteens won that game. So the tw- two twelves and two thirteens upset the fours and fives on that Friday game. Um, Western 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 Kentucky knocked off Clemson. Villanova, which was actually a twelve, knocked off a number five seed Drake. San Diego, which was a 13, knocked off UConn. And Siena, which was a 12, knocked off number five Vanderbilt in that in that same venue on the same day. So that tied in with it earlier with, the, with NCAA. That was that, that was probably one of the best sporting events that I've taken in, in, a, in a day's event. Oh, huh. yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Just a, just a sort of out of the blue story sort for of, any other business. Yeah, All right, sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's Kitch, one. Kitch, was that on your um, on your list? No, I've been to many NCAA games, including the Final Four. It's on my list too, so that's fine. Oh no, I've been to so many; it's hardly a bucket list. Yeah, no, I, I get the pool. The that, it is a pool, what, not a bucket. What? What? A and I got a, I got a, I got a shout out here from. I said I would mention on the pod a buddy of ours, Chris Angst, one of one of one of one of, uh, one of, uh, one of Bart's good buddies. My my bestie from the wedding, Angster. Yeah, great time. Bart, Angst. Bart, uh, Angst said he was on a work call this week, and someone said. It's like Vegas in my house. I'm losing money by the minute. I can get a cocktail at any time, and no one seems to know what time it is. I go, yeah, that's true. It's like Vegas. This is like Vegas. Like that. Vegas. that is true. That is true. <laughs> Deno? No, my my only AOB, I just hope Bart talks about how he butchered his um, – his story last week. Oh my, Ooh, that Mark yeah. story. That was yeah, the that, 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 story. As you, Master. As oh, I warned you, oh. I already warned everyone that this was going to be my AOB, that, uh, that I was, cut, you know, I don't get caught off guard uh, by many things, but the vitriol that was spewed my way from some of our listeners about my, <laughs> my poor retelling of the Marcotte bad beat story. Poor. Was, you know what? Bar, yeah, poor, it's it, less than poor. It's a four. It's a five out of 10. Um, oh, come on. That's a zero to 10 part. I don't so, remember his name. Like my, so, uh, <laughs> he got his name right, at least. Jesus. So as I, I never listened to the pod, right? I never. But because of the vitriol that was spewed at me, thrown at me, uh, I decided to go back and, and re-listen to that, <laughs> that segment. And I'll agree. Not my finest moment of retelling uh, anything ever, uh, actually. However, I'm not sure it was worthy of the abuse I've taken online uh over facetimes it's even from people like i wouldn't have expected to care as much i mean listen this is a hobby all right i am not a pro 
podcaster just yet. I'm doing, and you know what? I did think when I I knew at the time I was not doing a great job, uh, and I thought at one stage I'll go well, we'll edit this thing down. And I'll get I'll fix it so it doesn't sound as horrible. Then I thought, you know what? I can't be bothered to do that shit. Uh, but trust me, that'll never happen again. I'm gonna I'm now gonna spend an hour and a half editing every one of these goddamn things. No edits. No edits. <laughs> no edits. No edits. You know what? So yeah. Uh, there it is. That's my any other business. Take it easy on me. You know what the positives from that? The, the positives from that is some people are actually listening. Some people are listening. Yeah. To the pod. Wow. So, yeah. If you got some, if you got some people giving you feedback, they listened. That's like a win. Uh, yeah, I don't think hey, it's fair anymore. Bart, if if Kitch or I were telling that story and how much oh. you butchered it, you would have been ripping us during it. You've been going like, oh, for you guys, sure. like, were you guys even there? Like, do you guys even know who this is? Like, you would, but, but Kitch and I just said, well, like, like, whoa, he's a CEO. We can't, we can't interrupt him. Yeah, well, you guys let it go. Let the train wreck go. Yeah, true. <laughs> just let it keep. How far is he going to take this? Yeah, I agree. Not my finest. Uh, his hole. Seven minutes. I agree. Not my best seven minutes on the pod. Can't win them all, boys. All right. Well, listen. Uh, another look at us. People tell us we got nothing to talk about. Another hour and 15. No problem. And gosh, tons of content left with the other side of the uh, NCAA tourney to go. <laughs> yep. Right. Yeah, we're doing this. I, I'm shocked our, our listenership isn't, isn't greater than what it is. This is, we're just a, we're an uncut gem right now. Great. Uh, good movie, by the way. Uncut Gem. Did we talk about that at one point? Yeah, should, if you haven't seen Uncut Gem, that's a good one. Uh, next week, we're going to get back into what are we watching? We'll maybe do a little Ozark recap. We'll all be done by then. Or Kitch, do you watch Ozark? I do, but I got to watch it with Sue, and Sue's like super slow on watching shows. So you don't have to. Season, season two, and I'm like a week and a half in. And I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm sorry, on episode two, and I'm a week and a half in. Like, let's get to episode three. Let's get to episode three. Yeah, well, get, tell Sue, but next week's pod, we're doing a recap of Ozark, Ozark season three. That's on there. Okay, done. So there you go. That'll motivate her. Yeah, that'll motivate her. I watched the hack last night, boys. If you haven't watched that, have you boys You're watched that? that? Yeah, no, I heard, I heard, I've been recommended by many people to watch Which it. one's the hack? Which one? Uh, the hack. It just talks about um, the 2016 election. Oh, uh, yeah, the one, on the, yeah, yeah, the Cambridge Analytics thing, right? Yeah, Cambridge Analytics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that. It's, uh, you watched that? Yeah. <laughs> it's messed up. Oh, my God. I just, I mean, is there anything on the up and up these days? No. Look at it. We figured out two things. The online poker world is not on the up and up, and neither are elections. So there you go. Nothing. Watched, nothing I watched, sacred. I watched Richard Jewell last night. Oh, I heard I heard not, not a great. great movie, but just like the story. Like Well, you know, they they bastardized like he took uh Clint Eastwood took a lot of heat for that because that whole thing about the female reporter. Yeah. And that that's the like that's all made up. It's not real. What about the they FBI? bastardized? So they just yeah, that's they, not, they crushed the FBI in that movie. In that movie, yeah. Also not based on on fact. That's an interpretation. Right. And that character is not a real character. That FBI character is not a real one. That's one that they they put into the movie. Oh really? Okay, I thought it was FBI. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, the, so there you go. Yeah, boys. We um our household had Paw Patrol on for forty straight hours. We actually left our TV on last night. I woke up and like it was. You can actually on YouTube. You can live stream it. Like twenty four seven, so I turn it off forty straight hours of Paw Patrol. Forty. <laughs> so you fell asleep through that too, Dan. What What do you stay awake for? Anything these days? Basketball. Even, even basketball is <laughs> wow. asleep. Actually, second game. Second. Game. I'll tell you what. I can tell that that poor converter's got some. Don't give up on that. Don't give up on that mini hockey. That'll keep you awake. I'm going right back to that right now. <laughs> I can't wait to watch that. I'm going right back to that now. 
<laughs> I, I'm I'm going on Bodog right now actually to see if I can bet on esports or something. Actually, uh, Bart, you guys, Bart, I'll give you a live when Dental. Ooh, Bart, when, look at my Dental cash out option with him right now. Can I just give you my cash out option? Yeah, I made I'm, I placed a hundred. I could cash out right now for one seventy. Okay, Bart, do it, Bart. I know you won't. No, do no it. way. It's an edge, Bart. Seventy bucks, Bart. Uh, one ninety three. It's now one ninety three. Bart, cash out. That's like a couple entries for poker. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. A couple rebuys, sorry. (laughs) So Bart, Bart, when Deno used to live with Slacker in the house, um, Deno would always stay up and watch TV. And Slacker would wake up every night when Deno would drop the converter on the hardwood floor. It would, it would rattle <laughs> every night. Deno would fall asleep, the converter That's floor, and the hardwood floor, and Slacker would wake up like, what's that noise downstairs? Batteries flying everywhere. Like, batteries flying everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's shocking, Deno, that you're not a, uh, would be a great uh, roommate. That's weird. You and Slacker, that is, I, I don't, I, I'm trying to figure out what circumstances you guys decide that'd be a good, or that Slacker decide that'd be a good idea. Yeah, he he, he, he definitely didn't need me financially, but yes, no, he did at that point. At that point, he probably did. Speak, yeah, speaking of yeah. checks bouncing, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, boys. All right, okay. to Kawhi. Kawhi up top, looks at the clock, turns the corner for the win. 